The following program, the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show, is paid for in full by Acunet Mortgage, LLC, an equal housing lender, consumeraccess.org, number 255-368. The advice and opinions expressed during the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show are solely that of the hosts and guests of Acunet Mortgage, LLC, and not WTMJ or Good Karma Brands. Welcome to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show, getting you inside information on buying, selling, and financing your home with expert advice from Acunet Mortgage and Realty. And now, here's Brian and David Wickert. Welcome to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show. I'm Brian, the old guy, and that's David over there, the young guy, chief client experience officer and senior loan consultant, and a darn good one. If you've got a question or a comment, you can call or text us on the Old National Bank Talk and Text Line, which is 855-616-1620, Old National Bank, get old. You can also grab a podcast of today's podcast anywhere you get them. Good morning, David. Hi, Dad. All right, so a little bit of a rough week for rates. Uh, we reported at the end of the day two weeks ago on Wednesday uh, the day that the Federal Reserve raised rates by a quarter percent, the 30-year fixed rate dipped to its lowest point in five months. We were quoting people 5.875 to 5.99 with all the right stuff and no points. Uh-huh. And here at the end of the day... Um, a week uh, and a half later. A week and a half later. And I'll give you this as an example. I, I quoted a client uh, 5.875 with no points to buy a $170,000 condo that week and he went to write offers at the end of this last week yeah rates were up a half percent 6.375 for that same deal uh no points and so on his loan amount of one hundred and fifty three thousand dollars, that meant an increase of 50 bucks a month in monthly payment. do you want me to give you a sassy answer or do you want a uh, a colder answer than that uh, give me a nice answer because that is not going to hold your buyer back exactly. One iota. No, nobody abandoned their home shopping this last week. That's right. But if you're reading, and so I saw some other headlines speaking of, you know, I was like to look at the headlines. Oh, mortgage rates are down. And no, they're up. They're you know? down compared to well, fall time. They're down compared to fall. But uh, anyway, you don't, don't get me started on the latency, I think would be the correct term. The mm. lag in time between what the... Reality is? Out, yeah. yeah. What most media outlets report and what's really happening on the ground. Uh, so, David, you want to take a trip down the why? Well, why well, did rates go up? Well, w- why they came down was the Federal Reserve did what they were supposed to do. And when financial markets always like when they get a lot of heads up, and then particularly the Fed does what they're going to do. And so markets went, whew, and rates improved. And I think they also went, whew, because they thought, okay, we are on the path to lower inflation. Because remember, that's the enemy. Yeah. The enemy of 30-year fixed rate mortgages is inflation. Yes. And so we've gotten a couple of nice reports. And then the Fed did what it was supposed to do. So it's like, okay, we are on the way to calming down on inflation. Conquering inflation. That means maybe mortgage rates can come down even a little bit more. Yeah. Then we got the old jobs report. Uh, for the month of January, that showed way more jobs were created than expected. Record low, 55-year low for unemployment, yep. which good old Fed Chair uh, Jerome Powell had said, 
That's what I'm concerned about. You know what I'm concerned about here at the Federal Reserve? I'm concerned that jobs, jobs, and that's going to maybe even rekindle the flames of inflation and make it go the wrong way. Yeah. He repeated that message this past week. He had a chance to speak publicly. And I don't know if he really said, I told you so. That's probably what he wanted to say, that, you know, inflation and a tight job market remains a concern. And so now, David, what, what else is on the market, well, uh, on the minds of interest rate markets? Well, and so markets do this in advance. Hey, coming this Tuesday is good old CPI, the Consumer Price Index, inflation reading this Tuesday at, was that, uh, 7.30 a.m. Central? Uh, I don't know if it's a 10 or a 7.30. Early in the morning. Early, okay. But so what markets do... They look out at their calendar and they say, um, this is coming. And this I, could. I don't know what the number is going to be. And I don't want to lose. I don't want to be on the wrong side of whatever that number is. And so rates go up. Pricing gets worse because everyone's waiting for Tuesday because yeah. then that's more information for markets to digest. So what does the market expect the consumer price index to come in at? You were telling me before, and yeah, if you yeah. went off that page, we can come back. I got it. Later. No, market's expecting that year-over-year year, uh, inflation is going to come in at 6.2. Remember, it was 9.1 in the right. summer. And, and even before that, the month before was 6.5. So okay, it's coming so, down in the right direction. All right. But, but just like the jobs report, nobody was expecting that number. That's right. And so that's what everyone said, whoa. Oh, yeah. And so I think everyone's worried that they're going to have, if, I don't want to say whoa a second time in a row. That's right. Whoa in a row. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's, that's what's on tap for this coming week. But over here in the real world, just like your home buyer, it's not like he threw in the towel, no, no. matter what rates are this week. Nope. Compared to what they were last week, because... What were his reasons for wanting to buy a house? A stopping renting. Okay. Because he's looking at it and going, hey, I'm paying 2300 in rent, and I can own a condo uh, that's nicer for 1900 including HOA. Yeah. You know, so I think I'll take that. Yeah. We're going to talk more about his particular search uh, in a minute. A couple of other nuggets here. Uh, in terms of market conditions, you know, every home shopper wants to feel comfortable that, hey, you know what? I'm not buying at the peak and going to get stuck with home values going down. Well, we got the CoreLogic Home Price Index came out for December. So this is a little, you know, old, a month before last. But it showed that home values were still up 6.9% year over year. Uh -huh. That's a nationwide number, which is as useful as the nationwide average Weather temperature. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Uh, but then the Federal Housing Finance Agency, Fannie Mae and Fred... Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac's regulator also came out with their home price index. Now, theirs was for November. And on that one, I could drill down to the uh, east north central region, which includes Wisconsin. And that year-over-year -year increase was 8%. So the, the rate of increase is coming down, right? Because the year before that, it was 14%. Now oh, we're down still, to 8. 8. But it's not like home prices are falling. All right, when we come back, let's dig into my client a little bit uh, who is searching for that uh, condo between 180000 and two thirty, let's say, in Waukesha County. We'll let you know what the market really looks like for a real home shopper like that. When we come back, you're listening to the Academic Mortgage and Realty Show on AM620 WTMJ. Home buying advice from the guys who know it best. This is the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. All right. Well, we're going to talk about my repeat client uh, who's in the market to go from renting, where he's mm -hmm. paying like $2,300 a month. And, uh, and so he's like, you know what? I think I'm going to buy. 
And uh, anywho, he, he started a search just a couple weeks ago. And I want to put it in the context of this article that we were chatting with Libby Collins about. Uh, that was an article that I came across this morning from Yahoo Finance, uh, where the headline was, Here's where home prices are dropping the most, which I think implies they're dropping everywhere. But now I'm going to tell you where they're dropping the most. And the first line in the article is, home buyers are finally gaining leverage in the housing market, but where can they get the best discounts on home prices from metro to metro? All right, so remember that. Boise, Idaho. Uh, yeah, maybe. Okay, so my client is looking to buy in Waukesha condo, a condo. And let's say he's looking between... 180 and 230. There's a $50,000 band. Uh, One comes up that he wants to write an offer on 199,000 is the listing price. So he writes his offer with 25% down. You'll see you over there. How many other homes could he have picked from in this range? Oh, wait, wait. We'll get to that in a minute. We'll get uh, get to that in a moment. Uh, So he wrote with 25% down. He wrote 21,000 American dollars over asking without any appraisal contingency whatsoever. Strong. Because his uh, agent and he looked at the comps and they said, you know what? We think this Don't worry is, about it. Yeah. We think this will price between 220 and okay. 240. So let's just go without the net, which I was impressed that he went that way because he didn't sound like that, that he would do that when I was on the phone with him. But okay. uh, anyway, uh, how many offers do you think uh, this particular condo well, attracted? More than a handful from the way you're phrasing it. Ten. Holy cow. According to the, even if there was a fifty percent reduction in uh, competitiveness, there'd still be four other offers yeah, compared to his. There's ten, and he did not win. Did not win with that strong. Any offer. notes from the uh, the guess? Uh, you know the the guess from the uh, buyer's agent was well, maybe there was somebody willing to waive their inspection contingency. I mean, at that price point, there's also people who can stroke a check. Boom, correct. I said uh, my question was. Do you think this is a property that was attracting investors? Oh. You know, that they could buy it for cash, write a cash offer, yeah. and then turn it around and rent it out, you know, for more than the carrying costs. He said he didn't know, but, you know, we'll find out what the, at least what the price was when this place uh, actually closes. All right. So then I, I popped on the good old multiple listing service this morning, and I said, okay, multiple listing service, tell me. How many condos in Waukesha County are there on the market right now? Price between one eighty and two hundred and thirty thousand dollars, and the answer is ten. Okay, eight with offers, <laughs> and the other two just came on the market Thursday and Friday, respectively. Uh, okay. Where's that leverage, Dave? Yeah, not not in that market. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Well, and here's the other thing: sellers and their agents in that price range, they know it too. It's not like that data is not available Correct. to the sellers and their agents who are about to stick a for sale sign in the yard. They're not going into this oblivious. They know what their competition is, A, because that's how they come up with, you know, help come up with their list price. Right. And also, if they see everybody else has got, you know, is contingent, they know they're the only game in town. Correct. They, are, they know that they are the rare bird. Okay, so a couple other things just to answer. How hot is that market? Of the uh, two of the eight condos with offers got accepted offers in one day. Wow. Another two got offers in a whole two days. That's uh, 100% more days. That's yeah, so right. Three, three got accepted offers between five and seven days, and there was only one outlier at 43 days. That is hot. Speed, velocity. Yeah. That is, they go on the market, and they are gone. 
Uh, then I did, hey, MLS, tell me about uh, condos in Waukesha County in this 180 to 230 price range that have actually sold since December 1st. Let me give you those impressive numbers when we come back. You're lis listening to the Academic Mortgage and Realty Show on Wisconsin's radio station, AM620 WTMJ. Getting you into the home of your dreams. Here's more of the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wecker on WTMJ. Also, the younger, taller, more handsome David Wicker. So we're talking about my uh, loyal repeat customer who is now in the market to purchase a condo uh, in Waukesha County in the 180 to 230 price range. And so I was poking around in the multiple listing service to say, well, how tight is that market? And uh, as I like to say in my radio commercials, it's tight as a lid on a pickle jar. And then here's what I found about actual home sales in that price range in Waukesha County since December 1. There were 19 closed sales. Six went for five grand or more over asking, including two, David, that went for 30,000. <laughs> Well, your guy offered more than 20 over. Yeah, he was 21 over and, and kind of similar, right? This, The two that went for 30 over were listed at 199.9 and they sold for 230. Okay. Okay, then another five of my 19 uh, went for between $100 and $2,100 over asking. All right. Four sold at the asking price and four for less than asking. So that's, that's a pretty hard, hot market segment. What would you... If you, if you, so buyers come to their agent and they, you know, come to this house, you know, your guy and they ask, will this be competitive? If you, if you were consulting them, what would be your definition of competitive or like, what would it take for you to be like, you can't pretend like you have the leverage in this. Is it any other offer? Is it if there were two or three other offers? I mean, these are highly competitive situations, and I think they realize that, he and his agent, who's a smart guy. Because I don't think that the, the buyer's agent for your guy didn't walk into this pretending like it wasn't going to be competitive. Correct. So, so, which is at odds with your headline, you know, the headline saying this one thing, but agents on the ground know when it's going to be competitive. Well, they're not, they're not fibbing at their clients and so in this particular case they were hip to well i had i had coached um my buyer on this and then when we got on the quick phone call with me my buyer and his agent yeah the agent uh sang the uh chorus on my song of hey you're gonna write this offer with a pre-approval letter and an offer reflecting 25 percent down yeah because you have it yeah and i verified it yeah and it's fine. You really only want to buy with 10% down? That's fine. cool. Yeah. All right. But do not write the offer with 10% down when you can write it at 25%. That is one of our techniques for looking stronger in the eyes well, of the seller. Looking and being stronger. And being stronger. So it will be sad if the only thing that prevented our buyer from winning, and we kind of may never know, is that I, I, it's my understanding he did not waive the inspection contingency. And if there's any property on which you could probably waive an inspection, it would be a condo, right? Because you don't have to worry about the roof or the basement. Yeah. That's on the association. You know, you're basically getting the inspection to see, does the furnace work? Does the air conditioner work? Does the garbage disposal work? 
and none of those of which you could pay for all of those things to get fixed if you only put 10 percent down and keep all the other cash to yourself correct but you know the other true statement is and remember he's at the beginning of his home or his condo shopping journey yeah he said to me i'm not going to get caught up in any bidding war and it's like i i get that nobody wants to get caught up caught up in a bidding war Uh, i disagree yes you do for the right house you do okay but i I'm just saying it is human nature, right? For Maybe I'm too people, competitive. If it yeah. was if it was me versus somebody else for an amazing house, it'd be like, I'm going to win and I don't care. That's right. That's right. But that's you and you're okay. not normal. Yeah. In a good way. <laughs> in a good way. I mean, that's yeah. a good way because you're like me. Yeah. But, but what I'm saying is, uh, you know, it might well, be. He, this is the first time he got exactly. his heart broken. Exactly. Exactly. He went on one date. It didn't go well. And he's, and he's. Yeah. So now maybe he's going to. He's going to go on other dates. That's right. So we'll see. We know that the, the pickings are slim. And. That's not just regular slim. That's, that's basically nothing. Correct. Like, it, like, cause if he's, you know, his agent is going to have email alerts, you know, ready, oh yeah. ready when a new property pops up. Oh, great. The inventory just went from two to three. Yeah. In that price range. Everyone else who's also looking is also going to get the same alert. Well, we know that there are nine people that lost. <laughs> and right. there are two condos yeah, without total. offers in all of Waukesha County. So yeah. we know in this little micro market the exact imbalance of supply and demand. Yes. And, and you know, anyway, so, so we'll see if he ends up getting more aggressive. All I can do is quantify the cost. Now, in his particular case... I want him to stay at the 10% down payment because what if we crossed over and went to 5%, David? Then what would happen? Then the uh, the review of the condo itself gets more intense. That's right. And at 10%, it's just it's a more high-level review. Yeah. yeah. Versus 5% down, it, it's like uh, you got to like move in with the HOA president well, and learn all know, about them. Yeah, at we got to review the budget. We got to review the bylaws. We got to... You know, just do a deeper dive to make sure the condo association is in good shape, which you might argue would be what the buyer should be doing. All right. When we come back, uh, we have got a couple more stories from the front lines of real estate and home buying, plus a little uh, bit more on those home price indexes and where home prices are right now relative to last year. Right now, it's time to hand it back to Wyatt Barmore Pooley in the 24-hour newsroom. Break the bank to get into a house. Back to the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. Welcome back to the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show. I'm David Wickert, not the majority owner of AccuNet Mortgage. That's Brian Wickert, majority owner of AccuNet Mortgage. Uh, If you have a question or a comment, you can call or text us on the Old National Bank Talk and Text Line, 855-616-1620, Old National Bank get old so dad you were telling a story about your client down here in southeastern wisconsin writing an offer competitive market hey nine other offers gulp loses yeah i have a client it's not just southeastern wisconsin i have a client up in the green bay area who's been looking and this past week week weekend they wrote an offer on a house uh purchase price single family home between 180 and 230 actually like oh, very similar to okay. your so person pretty pretty affordable in the scale of all the things that people could buy oh yeah well and for them uh i'm only using one of them is in school and one of them is working they qualify just 
with Fine. one of their okay with one of them having income I can use to qualify. You want to guess how many offers there were on this? It was it was the uh, house was fine. I'll go so not a gem, but no, nice enough. I'm going to go with uh, let's see, lower population in Green Bay. I'm going to go a little less than my condo guy, eight. So it was their offer and fifteen other offers, one five, fifteen oh, yeah. other offers. Did I mention how much leverage buyers have now right. in this market and how um, yeah, home prices are dropping not so fast. Do you know what I was thinking to myself too? Uh, you were reviewing, you know, how fast homes were selling and for uh, how maybe for how much money in compared in comparison to the list price. Yeah. The data that I wish was in the MLS was a like a loveliness scale. Like oh yeah. R- red, yellow, green. <laughs> green is how? is this a good looking house? Yeah. Yellow is like, well, it's yeah. fine and red is like hideous. Eh. Yeah. Cuz that's also a yeah, factor. Yeah. yeah, that's what you don't know when you're looking uh, this, at this data. This house was, you know, yellow, but well I can I can tell you Tim was telling a story about a client of his on the North Shore wrote an offer higher this was above a half million dollar okay. home it was lovely green on my green. loveliness Dark green. scale bright and green they wrote over asking they wrote no appraisal contingency and they won Whew. but I'm saying that let's gr- tell more of those stories with was, the happy endings but yes but it's it's that house was green it wasn't yellow where you might think i'm a buyer i might have a little leverage or red where it's not a lovely house yeah yeah a fixer upper <laughs> yeah more fixed than up but my clients you know they're they're out there they're trying to they're trying to win and in that did price they, range did they write over asking in this case they too? did they wrote more than ten thousand dollars over asking wow which on a home like that is like that's almost a ten percent, you know, kicker. Yeah, above, above what the right. list somebody price did is. better or had a bigger down payment. Well, or... and so this is, you know, you were describing your borrower before down here in southeastern Wisconsin. Strong offer, no appraisal contingency, twenty five percent down. They did hang on to the inspection contingency. That's the one, right? That this summer we saw everybody going. I don't care about the inspection. Well, which I'd never like. I would. We're going to cut. Well, maybe we should review this in one of the remaining segments of what does it take? What are all the boxes you can check or things you can do or not do to make your offer the most competitive? Well, so for my clients, I kind of feel stuck because they can't really, they don't have the resources to make their offer stronger. Okay. Necessarily. If, down, if pay, I could, down payment handicapped? Yeah, by, by a little no bit. No gift available from a relative? No. no. Cause I promise you, I was I was asking the same thing. Cause yeah. I don't want I don't want them to keep getting their hearts broken. But but for them, you know, one of the things that I cheer them on is they're trying. Cause I think there's so many buyers. I said because it's uh, football Sunday here. Yeah, they're trying to win, and there there are so many buyers who are trying to not lose. You know, your oh yeah, buyer, they're, they're timid. They're like, you know well, what? Yeah. I'm not going to get into a bidding war or exactly. whatever they're going to. I am not going to pay over asking yeah. or. I'm going to write offers contingent on the sale of my home because that's what I want. It's like, okay, well, you are going to be writing offers forever. Exactly. So at some but point, that's my, not your buyer. No, your, your at some point, they're going to win. Gusto. They're going to win be, just from pure effort. Okay. Stick to itiveness. Exactly. Which in, in any market, I mean, that'll get you in the winner's circle soon enough. That's right. All right. So when we come back, let's kind of just go through. What are the, what's the checklist, the check down list of things you can do as a buyer in this now 
continued competitive environment that we're seeing, at least in Wisconsin. Yeah. What can you do to, to, to make your offer the best? We'll cover that when we come back. You're listening to the Academic Mortgage and Realty Show on AM620 WTMJ. Important home buying questions and answers you can count on. This is the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. All right, shake your body down to the ground. Little Michael oh, Jackson yeah. there, yeah. One of the uh, magic uh, disco band uh, songs that put me through college. All right, so uh, all right, so if you're out there now, you're here hearing us talk about, oh yeah, gosh, market conditions are. Back to uh, what I was going to say. If you think this is a greenhouse, not green a yellow house, house mean, not a red house, meaning a really good-looking house. Yeah. If you showed a picture of this to someone that you dislike, and they were like, "Wow, that's a nice house. That's a great house. That's yeah. a great house. Yeah. That that level house." Yeah. What are the things you would do to? Oh, okay. Well, win? or you know, maybe green, or just you want you want a house. All right. What's number one on your list, David? Well, I would down payment because. You know, 20% is a magical number in the minds of sellers and a lot of agents. And it, the implicit mm, words, because communication in 20% is, I can get this done. I'm a buyer. I got 20%. I can get this done. Because what does the seller really want? Cash. 100% down. Yeah. That's the most attractive. Hey, you know what I'm going to put down? All of 100%. Yeah. Bag of money. Now, remember, that doesn't mean you have to do that. So just like a cash buyer can go out and get a mortgage... Yeah, says that right in the offer to purchase. We believe it's perfectly fine. Write the offer with as much as we can muster. Now we're going to verify that money. Yeah, right. We're not going to write a pre-approval letter that's uh, based on uh, falsehoods. Yeah, we're going to verify that you actually do have that money and can make that bigger down payment. And then we're going to back that up with a rock solid guaranteed pre-approval letter, saying we know he can put twenty-five percent down. Mm -hmm. Okay, what's uh, next on your list? So well, the second would be appraisal wiggle room. Because I think sellers maybe still can't believe I can sell my house for how much? Right. I'm getting offers at what price? So let's talk about that. So in my example, the buyer waived their appraisal contingency. Yeah. I don't care about an appraisal. Well, folks, if you're getting a mortgage, there is some number at which the property must appraise in order for you to get the mortgage. Yeah. If you want to borrow 200 and the appraisal we still get on the, on the mortgage comes it's, in at 180. Yeah. We I, ain't making I can't that. lend you 200. That's right. So our belief is that even for, uh, buyers who are writing without appraisal contingencies, they should have a rock solid guaranteed pre-approval that articulates what is the minimum value at which this home can appraise and this buyer can still swing the mortgage that's in the offer. Yep. Cause it ain't zero. Right. Yes. And so my example here, uh, that I've got cooked up, which blows people's mind. This is like the best car trick ever. Hey, let's say there's a house listed for two seventy, and you want to write the offer at 300. Mm -hmm. Well, you can do that. And let's say you're going to put 20% down at the uh, $300,000. So you're going to put uh, get a mortgage for 240. Mm -hmm. Put 60 down, 240 mortgage. Mm -hmm. um, you can you can put in your offer, and Akinet can write you a very clearly worded rock solid guaranteed pre approval letter that says I am willing to pay you 300, 30 grand over asking, and I'll still pay you 300. All the appraisal has to come in at is your asking price, 270. Mm -hmm. And you know how much difference that would make in the person's cash needed to close? Oh. This is with excellent credit, 780 credit. How much? 
Well, I was I was gonna give what everyone thinks the answer is. Oh, Dad, uh, Brian, I'm gonna have to bring so much more money to close. Thirty grand, they think. If I'm gonna offer thirty grand over and and give that kind of appraisal wiggle room, ninety nine out of a hundred agents and buyers think that they have to bring the thirty grand to closing. Nope. The real answer is no difference in cash out of pocket. Mm-hmm. None. Mm-hmm. I can keep the mortgage right at two forty. What about the payment difference? Tens of dollars difference. Tens of dollars. Thirty two bucks. Yeah, because you're going to. Would you like pay. to keep thirty thousand dollars in your pocket for thirty-two dollars a month? Yes. And so that is the mind blower. It kind of takes an actual example for somebody, uh, you know, in their own world to understand a house that. that they love. That's right, for a house that they love. Like you do, how much do you love this house? Because let me show you. Yeah. Now this doesn't work if you're putting three percent down because there ain't nowhere to go. There is no wiggle. There's no wiggle in that room. Uh, But for many, many, I'd say nine out of 10 other cases, we can show you uh, how you can still make that happen. Give the appraisal wiggle room and not have to come out with any more money out of pocket. Well, and use this tool on the checklist, on the pecking order of things you can do. Let's try to do that before you start giving up maybe other things like inspection. Well, and on inspection, that's the other one that sellers really like. Because what does the seller want? They want My house is perfect. There's nothing wrong with it. Well, or if it's not, I want you to inherit the problem. So let's talk about when we come back, what can you do short of waiving the appraisal, I'm sorry, the inspection contingency that we've seen and, and help facilitate buyers and their agents to do? We'll cover that when we come back. And you're listening to the Acuna Mortgage and Realty Show on AM620 WTMJ. And also David Wickert, uh, Chief Client Experience Officer, my son, and uh, Senior Loan Consultant at Acuna Mortgage. So uh, we're talking about the market conditions are tough. And I think the, the takeaway is uh, if you're going to buy a home in this environment, you really need to assemble a good team. And, of course, we're biased, but we think we've got the best team in the business. And, and we them. would call ourselves to buy a house. I'll That's right. That <laughs> That's right. And, and, and uh, you know, and then we back that up with our rock solid guaranteed pre-approval, which comes with a $2,000 guarantee. It's very articulate in terms of what we're trying to communicate. We just talked about in the segment before we will highlight in yellow. Hey, uh, Mr. And Mrs. Homebuyer and, and seller, this is for the whole world to see. This couple can afford to pay three hundred thousand dollars, even if the appraisal comes in at two seventy. We highlight that, and yeah. we're approving them for this two hundred forty thousand dollars mortgage, pre-approving them, even if the appraisal comes in as low as two hundred seventy thousand yeah. bucks. Where it's very articulate, but it also takes a really knowledgeable buyer's agent, you know, somebody working for you to help you as a buyer understand. Well. Where is this thing likely going to appraise out? What is the competition like? Right. And so we've talked about um, using the uh, most down payment that we can verify and dressing up your offer in that regard. Uh, we talked about appraisal wiggle room. And then the the next thing is the um, home inspection. And, and just to remind everybody, I'm a licensed real estate broker uh, under Acunet Realty Advisors. And even though we're not out there you know, helping people write offers. We're participating from the uh, all sides from from the buyer side, from yeah. the financing side. Uh, David's also a licensed real estate agent, by the way, uh, but again, non-practicing just sure. for the knowledge. Yeah. And so, when it comes to the home inspection contingency, it's it's scary to me when people go without it, especially on hundred-year-old houses. <laughs> no, you know, and, but yet people 
Yeah. A lot of people have done it. A lot of people have done it in the last year. But if the, I just close my eyes when I walk through my basement, well, it it's fine. Really good. It looked really good. And of course, you know, what are you most worried about? The most expensive things are roof and foundation. Yeah. Roof, the top and the bottom of the house are the, you know, and then in between you got the and mechanicals. Then right. Yeah. But you don't have that much of a mold problem. Did you say mold? Yeah. Mold is not that big. Well, although uh, it is until it's not. We've had it's it. not until so. It is. So, what's the technique we've seen successful buyers use? Well, that that sellers don't want to get knickknacked on small stuff uh, that comes up on an inspection. Nitpicked, nitpicked, knickknack, knickknack stuff. Yeah. I, I am my mother's nitpicked, son. Yeah, I nitpicked on knickknacked on the nitpicks because. You're buying a house. Every seller's like, oh my gosh, like you're buying this house. Like, stop, stop worrying about the small stuff. It comes with home ownership. That's right. So, buyers can prove to a seller, I'm not going to, let's not sweat the small stuff. If there's something, so for example, I will cover the first $3,000 of anything that we would like to be repaired before we all close. Because you can cover a lot of things for two, three, four. I've seen up to like ten thousand bucks. I, the buyer, will cover ten thousand dollars worth of repairs on your house, seller, before we close. I mean, I don't, I don't know what a roof goes for these days. A lot more than you think. Okay. Fifteen. Uh, I was talking to the guy from uh, Semperfy. Average roof is eleven thousand. Okay. Well, average ten out of the eleven thousand. I can put a new, but that softens. Again, a seller just wants smoothness. That's right. They that's want certainty. And of course, the best thing is I'm waiving the home inspection. That, which that's is what not, they really want. Which is not insane if if you, as the buyer, feel have the, have the resources to fix whatever comes up. If you can pay for a new roof and or a new foundation, then Godspeed to you if you want to well, waive the inspection. This recalls to mind our friend Emmett. Uh, who we helped uh, purchase his first house, and I think it took him 13 tries. And in the end, you know, with his dad, uh, Craig, they decided, we all hold, held hands and said, you know what, it's not that big of a house. If it's got a bad roof or a bad basement, the bank of dad will help you finance that okay. repair. And and so that gave them the financial freedom to well, write. you quantified what's the worst that could happen. Correct. Correct. And the worst wasn't that bad. And, 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 you know, you get a feeling when you walk through a house, right? Okay, are there stains on the basement wall? Was the basement walls freshly painted with, you know, mm, thick paint? <laughs> yeah. Are the... I once helped your sister write an offer on a house that had cupped shingles, I'm embarrassed to say, and I didn't cupped notice it, meaning oh. they're curling up. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's not That good. wasn't a style choice. It was a... <laughs> That was not a style choice. Okay, a couple other things you can do to sweeten your offer. Be sensitive, you know, and good agents will do this. Good buyer's agents will do this. When does the seller want to close? I'm if, asking that all the time. You Fast, slow, I'll give it to you however you want. Right, because sometimes they want slow. Right. And some, yeah, because, you know, we're moving out. We're waiting for our house to be finished. Um, just remember, you do have to occupy the property on an owner occupied transaction within 60 calendar days of closing on the transaction. Mm -hmm. So you can't, you know, say, hey, I'm going to rent the place back to you for 90 days. That does not line up with this is an owner occupied transaction. Okay. Um, so timing, and then what else can you do? As people are still writing letters, you got to be careful. Not to violate um, equal housing mm -hmm. 
uh, regulations, and and, so, and some brokerage firms will not even handle that. Uh, huh. They'll just say, okay, if you here, if you want to do it, it's on your own. Yeah, here's you know somehow okay. I don't know exactly how they're not touching it, but that is still another thing. So timing, am I missing anything? No, that's all of it. I mean, other than finance, no, that's all of it. The pricing. There you go. All right. So, hey, that's all the time we have for today's show, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for tuning in today. Guess what? We'll be back here next week at the same time. You've been listening to the Accident Mortgage and Realty Show on AM620 WTMJ. The Accident Mortgage and Realty Show is paid for in full by Accident Mortgage, LLC, an equal housing lender, consumeraccess.org, number 255-368. The advice and opinions expressed during the Accident Mortgage and Realty Show are solely that of the hosts and guests of Accident Mortgage, LLC, and not WTMJ or Good Karma Brands.